in your mind. All in your mind. All in your mind. All in your mind. Hey everybody, it's another episode of All in Your Mind. I'm Rick Rowan. And I'm Michael John Casey. And I'm Dwayne Beeman. And we are here uh, to get acquainted with uh, one of our fans. Uh, so let's extend a hearty graphic audio welcome to Joshua Tubbs. Hey, everybody. Hey, Joshua. Hey. Hey. So tell us uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's uh, what's your story? Uh, oh, man. My story goes back. I mean, I've, I've been, I go back like a long time with graphic audio. I uh, discovered graphic audio in like 2006. Awesome. Uh, so I, um, my first graphic audio title I ever purchased um, was MacBo 199. Uh, oh, when awesome. graphic audio was was doing stuff in the middle of things, it was it was not. Yeah, <laughs> we picked doing things in sequence. That's right. Yeah. Well, and, the, the, <clears throat> those long running series, we definitely started right in the middle. Yeah, and I mean, I I, I mean, back then it was only you either had. Uh, Mac Bowen and its spinoffs available or Deathlands. So I mean, it was definitely a uh, definitely was... interesting time back then because not what not not a lot of genres available. And I've seen graphic audio grow from like a like a small. Well, I mean, it's still small, but not like a, a just a just. I, I've seen it grow phenomenally over like the past uh, twelve years or so. Oh, yeah, so I would say that that if like say Audible was the uh, was the uh, Galactic Empire, we are definitely the Rebel Alliance. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, Joshua, you don't sound old enough to go far that far back. Uh, how old are you? Oh, I'm 25. Uh, oh, okay. But I started listening to graphic audio when I was like 13, something like that. Uh, cool. Get them young. It's the man. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now, are you? Uh, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Are you uh, uh, your profession? Are you? Are you uh, still um, in school? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, well, I'm a student. I'm uh, going to school You're for student. Okay. Uh, liberal arts and sciences. Almost done with that. Um, and uh, I'm hoping to get get a bachelor's in uh, computer science or, or I could become an author so oh, uh, yeah. that's, uh, have you yeah, have you have, have you done some writing oh uh, yeah I have I've uh, I've done um, I'm, I'm trying to write a sci-fi novel uh, in space and all that good stuff a lot of graphic <laughs> audio inspired uh, <laughs> a lot of graphic audio inspired tropes <laughs> and hey, sure. uh, so I mean it's it's a uh, it's been good. I mean, my creative writing, uh, my creative writing class seems to have really enjoyed it. So. Oh, excellent! Right. Cool. Well, um, so what uh, what are you listening to these days? What's uh? Uh, well, right now, uh, before you just call it, I'm listening, right now. I'm listening to uh, the MVP Part One. Hey. Oh, sweet. Uh, so uh, I'm uh, I'm you know, enjoying that. Uh, before that, I was listening. I finished up. Uh, the Stormlight Archive, Words of Radiance, uh, five, number five, part five. Uh, so uh, you know, I'm really I'm caught up with that. Look, next, next, looking forward to uh, Blood Mirror. So, uh, so oh, that's, that's oh cool. yeah, working on that right now. Uh, nice. That's that's part of the Lightbringer series. Uh, yes. what, do you, 
Now, I have to ask, we, we called you before the podcast started, Joshua, and you knew right away that it was MJ. Was that because you were listening to Galactic Football League, or did you know? Um, well, <laughs> uh, that, that's, I mean, I've listened to, yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's my, that voice is pretty much in, in my head, you know, it's been yeah. in my head for <laughs> quite Blue a bit. Blue 82! So. Blue 82! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny, let me ask you a question. Um, yeah. Are, are you, are, are you more of a sci-fi fan and then you got into this and you enjoyed the uh, football aspect or did you have some relation with relationship with football actually i i uh, got into the gfl series because of um i was a scott i was a fan of scott sigler's yeah. other oh, okay. stuff um like and i you know i'd be awesome the graphic audio did say infection or yeah, you know yeah. something like that um he's got a but, new book coming out right now uh, yeah he's, say, he's got uh, alive and alone and, and alive and, and alone. Yeah, it's uh, that, those are those are pretty guy like them. Uh, he's, writing, uh, he's, he's getting ready to write book six of the GFL series right now, I think, because he just finished uh, book five. Yeah, that's uh, he. He's actually he, it, the pre-order thing starts around like the Super Bowl or something like that, or yeah, yeah, or, the Galactic, you know, so. uh, yeah, the Galactic um, Galaxy Bowl. Yeah. Because there was um, because he himself uh, has a, a, a kind of a storied history with football, and then but was more interested in writing in sci-fi growing up. Like, his dad was a coach, but he was interested in writing in sci-fi. And so he was kind of in these two worlds the whole time. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. I, I know that, uh, I mean, Scott really Scott really knows football. Like, he knows the game, yeah. like, inside and out. So, I mean, he, he's the perfect guy to write uh, a series like this it's and set in the future. He had told me that he, uh, in an interview we did uh, for Behind the Mic, he was um, talking about one of his, you know, young memories as a child was being with his dad watching game film. So he, like, when he... As <laughs> his dad was a coach? Yeah, his dad was uh, a coach. okay. In Michigan. And, uh, and so he had, like, this nuts and bolts uh, knowledge of the game that, when, that he then applies to the fact that he loves writing sci-fi <laughs> and action stuff. So it was, It's the peanut butter cup of sci-fi Yeah, it is sports. completely. It's like, you know, <laughs> two great tastes that go great together. <laughs> Well, another another cool thing about Scott is that he actually podcasts his books, which yeah, is yeah. how I got yeah. into the the GFL. And and you know he he broadcasted the uh, podcasted the rookie uh, a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, I you know I was like oh this is this is cool. And he he's a he's a great narrator. Yeah, he um, is. So he uh, you know so he got me into it. And then when GFL I mean when Graphic Audio said they were announcing, I'm like oh well I'm just waiting until <laughs> they start doing that because I'll just because I I remember I listened to the rookie. Mm -hmm. uh, in you know regular audio, and then I'm like, oh well, graphic audio is doing the whole series. I'll just wait till the starter comes out in graphic audio and listen to it then. Now, do you uh, do you do you not read it in print or text before, or are you just are, are you waiting no, for the not, stories? Not, I usually wait for the graphic audio one. I did start Blood Mirror because I didn't know like, oh crap, but, right? <laughs> you know, uh, like is, is graphic audio going to do it? Because he just like you know, I know they got contracts and uh, they yeah. they might not do book four because book four is probably not in their contract and. Uh, yeah. But, but uh, I, I, you know, I'm kind of glad that, that Blood Mirror is uh, coming out. So, if, uh, uh, this is kind of a question for like uh, when you have a, a recurring series that either you watch or you listen to. Let's take Deathlands for example. Mm. Um, you can tell a lot about a person by <laughs> who their favorite character is within the series. There you go. So, if you can. Answer me this: Who is the character that you kind of like? You know that there are like obviously there's the main character uh, 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 of um, 
Oh, jeez. No, you're Ryan talking Carter. about D- Ryan. Yeah, I was about to say your name because you do the voice of oh, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, right. But who's the character that you kind of gravitate towards when you're listening to, say, Deathlands? Mm, uh, I don't know. I, I uh, remember when I listened to Deathlands 100. I really liked the the red shirt that was played by. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know who who it was, but it was um, it was Dean's. Uh, well, girlfriend uh, oh, slash, yeah. uh, you know, like I forgot who who it was, but I mean, she she was really good, and uh, you know, I and then when when she, what that cop out ending, I was like, oh well, that's <laughs> kind of sucks. Well, but, at that uh, point, we had no influence over the stories, so yeah, yeah, yeah as far as where uh, they were going. Oh uh, well, yeah, consider well, I mean, Deathlands now. I mean, I, you you guys really knocked out of the park with these stories, with the the two oh, story. Cool. Can't wait for one twenty eight and awesome. Yeah, that's coming uh, soon. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, that, now that one, the one twenty-seven. Uh, that that was uh, Nina Savard played this this just badass woman that like uh, is like doing stunts on motorcycles and like. Oh, really so, like a okay, good. So like, so we caught you on that one. That actually wasn't Nan. Oh, that, oh that's well, a, but but it's but 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 it's a it's a new actress named Nana Ingvarsson. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, it, it's a role Nan would have played right. <laughs> in the old days, but we have a much more expanded roster now, so we're kind of spreading the love around. But you'll be happy to know that that character it comes back big time uh, in 128. Oh, sweet. Yeah, she takes up uh, a, a lot of story uh, in that particular episode, so, which is coming oh, out sweet. in a couple weeks. Now, I'm curious because uh, Scott McCormick had mentioned two years ago in a, in a behind the mic, there was Simon on Green that uh, Deathstalker is making a return, at least like a reboot. Uh, I mean, is, is is that hopefully coming this summer, hopefully? Like, uh, do we know anything about that? Not this summer. Um, it's still possible in the works. A lot of the people that are involved, that would be involved in the creation of it, are tied down to other projects. Uh, um, yeah. There's also some problem in maintaining continuity because, in a, in essence, as far as graphic audio was concerned, it would be a prequel because um, we started with uh, Deathstalker Honor, which was the pretty much a generation later in the story. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was still that, at that point. The generation later thing came in two other books after that. Uh, Deathstalker Honor was still the main characters. But it was after, basically, it was like after, in Star Wars terms, after Return of the Jedi. It oh, was, yeah. You know what I mean? The the Empire yeah. had been overthrown at that point, and it was different issues. Same characters, they're a little more jaded and, and, and that kind of thing. Um, but we had done, uh, with a different publisher, we had we had a large hand in the production of the first three books. Uh, what about, what like about, three um, oh, sorry. Yeah. Please go ahead. No, I'm just saying, you know, that, you know that, I mean, that's, uh, those Deathstalkers only had, what, three actors? It was Nanette, Nanette you, and, uh, well, and Terrence, Tony, Terrence, Tony, there, was, there were four of us, uh, with, a, with later on occasional guest stars, which, quite frankly, was, was kind of the way graphic audio started. If you listen to the first Deathlands and, um, and even the Mac Bolans there's, that we did early on, there was a, there was a Mac Bolan. Yeah, that my son, the first one that my son worked on. Do you remember that, Dwayne? Which which title? It was uh, Blast Radius. Blast Radius. Three hundred one. Where it was? Oh, okay, yeah. Where I Nan actually pl- have, oh, I have that in uh, as a. I have the, the box set actually. The, the one like ten CD box set. That's that's cool. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, but you can tell. I mean, it's Terrence played all the men and Nan played all the women, 
and <laughs> and the 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 sound design is incredibly simplistic by uh, today's by, standards, by today's yeah. standards, but it has its own charm, and it was a well written story. And and but yeah, you go back to one of the problems, as you say, starting series in the middle. Um, we never really went back to the beginning beginning of Mac Bolin because they, because then it would have been the Vietnam War we were going back to basically. Yeah. But, yeah, but with with uh, Deathlands we did, but we had started in the middle, and we went back and started producing from the mi- uh, from the end toward the middle, uh, and now everything's in a and everything follows logically. Now you guys pretty much just rebooted the whole thing, pretty much. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, we're 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 trying to keep the characters the same and and make references to what has gone before, and actually to tie in as much as possible with uh, past continuity even more so than the print run did towards the end. Um, do you guys plan to move time forward or do you got like or, you know unlike the print run or do you guys plan to just keep it static? Well, uh, we, well we're hoping to maintain my the plan at this point is to maintain a continuity from this point forward. Uh, basically the events of one book follow chrono- chronologically the one that preceded it and the consequences for the characters will be seen in that story you know what has yeah, happened yeah. what has happened before we will acknowledge as opposed to the more episodic nature that the series turned into where you had um you know yeah, Ryan, was, like suffering grievous injuries and then it's here here in the next book same with rogue angel yeah well, they're they're episodic. It's 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 yeah. the nature of the beast. I mean, any serialized uh, or any episodic character that that uh, or or storyline, a narrative that follows, especially one as long running as as Deathlands, where it's you know already uh, multiple decades old, and these characters would be, you know, decayed and you know irradiated and toothless by now if if we were adhering to. <laughs> yeah, they definitely to, would. Yeah. They they definitely would have their own uh, <laughs> set of like shotgun slash quad canes that right. they would have to pull up. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's a it's exactly. a it's a walker, but it's also got you know like blades on it so they can cut some you know yeah it's like any character any character that you can't you can't adhere too closely to you can't have the characters really age um but i think the some of the consistency at least of uh, of storytelling is something that graphic audio has been working with with the newer ones that we've been doing is true like incorporating all the information and all the storylines that we have from that whole canon as much as possible as much as possible <laughs> and then using that to build on the next set of stories i guess it's 120 uh well six seven and eight well yeah we so far we've well we've published uh 126 and 127 mm-hmm. we're in post-production on 128 and 129 is being written now and all of them follow a, uh, a chronological order and reference events that occurred prior to that Mm-hmm. Um, now we're dealing with a new timeline and things, uh, it, and uh, you know it's pretty early, early on in 126 <coughs> that you realize things aren't what they were before. Um, so things are slightly different. Um, there, some things won't mesh with continuity uh, of the past, and these are usually blatantly pointed out as opposed to uh, represented as errors in, in, in continuity, which. Are inevitable when you get a, have a series that's that's long that, that's oh, that yeah. long, but 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 we're uh, when we when we're aware of them we are actually emphasizing the discontinuity because it, it underscores the basic premise that that um, the Deathlands that the that the companions returned to was not the one they left, 
So, um, so well, that's yeah, and, and, I, and I think the end of one twenty one. I like I like how you guys kind of bridge the gap between the like the print story, and like because I like how you, yeah, like seamlessly bridge the events between the end of one twenty one and and like one twenty six. Uh, you guys, you know, it was kind yeah. of a nice little. Yeah, uh, parallel universe kind of thing going on. It was there. the one with the with uh, when they went. It back was in the time. one you directed. Yeah, it was yeah, uh, End Day, the end one day. where they went back to New York. Yeah, that was it. Well, when we looked at okay, what we wanted to do with the series, that was a good jumping off point because yeah. it 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 was a cool story to begin with. Um, it presented the time travel aspect, which could incorporate some of the things that we wanted to do with the Deathlands in a logical way um, so that it didn't disqualify anything, any of the other books that followed in numerical order, which weren't real, you know, like 122 through 125, were all, you know, uh, valid stories. They just didn't follow any real continuity. They didn't follow chronologically in terms right. of the story. It was, it was like Joshua says, you know, it's a one and done basically the characters are in some new environment they have an adventure and then by the end of it they're they're out of it either they're you miraculously know, they're, well, they're their wounds will have healed by the right, time the next book right comes out. and yeah yeah and uh yeah or or anything that that at all that happened to them will be largely forgotten um we're trying to avoid that um with our series we're trying to um to have it make sense that these characters remember what's happened to them before they're affected by what's happened to them before because um, I think that's the danger of of narrative now because that what what people get interested in is that they want an entire series where they they themselves as the listener or the viewer are keeping track of all this information yeah so to feel like it's like a throwaway makes you like eh, when the next one comes out like oh, i'll get it next week i can miss it yeah i can miss it or i can come yeah. to back to it later but if you know that the information from the previous episode or the previous release is will factor into the next one then you gotta have it like it's like yeah yeah, yeah that, that, that's the feeling you get when you when you read 126 and 27 yeah, yeah. it's it's because you know it's being built upon, and that you right. want to know where where they're going to go next. Because right. you you know that everything is fresh for the characters, and it's also fresh for the listener. Well, I have to admit that one of my favorite shows over the years, of the past few years, has been The Walking Dead. Right. And, and I feel, <laughs> and I feel that they do exactly what the Deathland should do uh, in terms of moving characters forward. Now uh, and and moving them through different versions of the environment and and things follow logically and they do up the ante, which is tricky to do and hard to do when you when you're on episode 129, <laughs> when you start playing. Can you top Probably. this? Um, but but in terms of of characters being in jeopardy, that's one of the things. I mean, most fans will realize that if you've got long-running characters, they're somewhat plot-armored, you know, yeah. that you can't really do anything tragically erratic like killing them off. Well, <laughs> it's interesting you mention that because I feel like, and it's interesting for the listener as well, if they feel that way, then they, they'll know that like, oh, well, that, that, that sometimes can lend itself to it becoming episodic. But you were talking about, Rick, you were talking about early on about killing off a potential character. Well, and I thought that was great because I'm like, one, you know, if it's yeah. a character that doesn't have like a deeper history, it's like, ah, we need some drama. Let's kill somebody off. Well, know? there's something of that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, uh, but, um, well, uh, that, that, it, that would be a shocker if, if like one of the mains was killed off or something. Yeah. And uh, I, I wonder what would, uh, 
Well then, then let me ask you this, Joshua. Like, uh, do you do you do you like to having do you like being shocked by that, or, or would you think uh, it would it would, I, it would I, hurt I the do, story? I do, because because I think you know it, um, you know it forces you know again that build up and you know that, that like oh what are they going to do what are they going to do when like one of their own dies you know right kind of thing. right. Speaking of shocking things, there is there is definitely a shocking thing in episode one twenty eight. I can tell you about one of the one of the things that 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 we've tried to do by setting the the um, story in a in a fixed place for a few episodes with Cornerstone, this Ville, is to try to create other characters that you might care about too that that are vulnerable. Um, that have their own interesting story and work well with the companions that the companions themselves care about. Because one of the things there's um, James M. M. McDonald, uh, James M. McDonald, no, it's James M. McCain. So who, shoot, who wrote the Travis McGee series? Do you remember the um, no, no. John D. McDonald? John thank D. you, thank you. John D. McDonald wrote once that if you cannot kill off your main character. You have to create characters around that character that we care about and put them in jeopardy. And then every now and then have something really bad happen to them so <laughs> no. that you know that it's, that it's possible. I mean, nowadays you have series like Games of Thrones, Game of Thrones that'll you know, wipe out entire sections of a cast and, <laughs> and willy-nilly uh, you know, in, in one fell swoop. Yeah, I feel bad for those actors. They're like, yeah, yeah. I booked this great show. It's going to be on every Sunday night. And, stuff. <laughs> and then like, you get the next week's script and we're like, wait, wait a minute, hey! <laughs> I get stabbed in the where? Yeah, yeah, really. And then, uh, and then my whole family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because uh, uh, as an as one of the actors for for uh, a good chunk of years, I was just I was a recurring character, and I want to say it was uh, what was it? There was another action series. Um, uh, it's it wasn't Deathlands. It, it is another Friday, so brain cells are kind of yeah, I know it's completely Friday. Point, so. But I was playing a recurring character, and I was like, oh, I was kind of like you know this friend to the main character we were action whatever and then all of a sudden one day I get a, I get a script in an email and I'm like oh, I'm going through my lines and stuff I'm like whoa 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 he gets killed <laughs> what is this sweeps week yeah. you know it's like but you know the the idea that I think Rick was highlighting there is like we we have to get invested and we can't we can we can follow the main characters journey through whatever it is grief happiness joy yeah, yeah. pain exactly if we have those things happen to secondary characters i meant to mention to you uh i'm i'm doing a review edit on the next playing gods episode right, right. and i don't know oh, if you even re- yeah <laughs> you like that yeah playing gods is awesome awesome cool um the character that that mj played at the end this 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 thug this uh, cy- uh with all the 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 cyber augmentation oh, yeah, 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 yeah. the the punk uh uh i forget his name now but uh but your performance in that left such an impression impression on chris <laughs> that it's like i'm gonna do more with this guy <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of cool uh yeah so i'm i'm uh, yeah that hopefully will be coming out uh, well we'll see uh, we have to record and everything but right now it's in the review stages there is a there is a second draft that's passed or uh, that's come to my my attention now so i'm, I'm reviewing that as we speak and and now, are you guys uh, doing? Because I remember I saw a preview of of you know coming fall, I guess twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen. Uh, are you doing original Rogue Angels? Uh, or yes, we are. Yes, we are. We are. Yeah. 
Uh, the first one um, was kind of bogged down. That's taken longer to hit the ground running than Deathlands did just because of logistics, but it is coming. There, you know, Rogue Angel is not dead. Well, Josh, thanks so much for giving us, for uh, for being a part of this podcast. Really appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks. Oh, yeah, amazing. Thanks. Uh, you're welcome. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was really nice talking to you guys. Same here, bud. You are a super fan, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. And we appreciate it. Uh, uh, it, it, it's it's uh, it'll continue. Excellent, thanks, man. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, we wish you a good weekend. It's a Friday now uh, when we record this. It's what uh, February twenty fourth. Fourth. I don't know when we'll be hearing this. Um, probably not. Well, Joshua, I will be sending you an email just to let you go. know when the podcast will air. Yeah. Okay. All right. You won't miss it. And, no, I will. I'll it. share it too. And feel free to direct all your friends to it. <laughs> I will. <laughs> well, thanks again, Josh, and uh, you have a great weekend. I will. You too. All right. Take care, take Josh. Take care, man. Bye now. Take Bye. See you. All right. That was super fan Joshua Tubbs, and uh, it's always cool to connect with uh, with the audience. Too. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, the fact he that was, he was bringing up survivalist and stuff. I, I that know. was awesome. I know. And the fact that he knew. I, uh, yeah, there were a couple of things that occurred to me that I wanted to bring up, but, but uh, kind of time ran out on us. But that's cool. Well, thank you all for listening to this. Um, we're going to do uh, an, uh, one more of these in the immediate future, um, and we'll let you know about that. Uh, so uh, on behalf of myself, Rick Rowan. Michael and, John Casey. Dwayne Beeman. We wish you all uh, an awesome life, man. <laughs> Graphic audio <laughs> something. Uh, bye. Laters. <laughs> smooth, huh? Peace. That was smooth. <laughs> Brain fry. All in your mind. <laughs>